Okay, so we're starting new parak, Hashem, the end of Chavkim on the base. So, ain't sudden, Mishnah starts that you cannot trap dugim, meaning you can't go ahead and get fish minhabivrim from the pools, right? So if you had a pool where it was kept in, um, where the fish were kept in, you can't go ahead and um, take a fish on yontif, okay? Even though and um, there's many, the Rishonim discuss many different reasons why this is, why, right? What's the kasha? The kasha is that we allowed you to do shechita, okay? So we allowed you to do shechita, so we're allowed oichel nefesh, so if I need to trap my fish, I need to go get my fish, so why am I, why am I not allowed to do that on Yantif? So Rashi first starts off and he says that it's begetter of things, seida efsher litzoida mi that you could have um, done it before Yantif. You could have trapped the fish, gotten the fish before Yantif. And therefore, B'derach Klal, when you look at the Malachis that the Chachamim allowed you to violate, for Eichel Nefesh, there are things, you know, they didn't have refrigerators in those days, so it was things necessary for the um, immediate preparation of the food, as opposed to, you look at some of the earlier things, like Tchina, um, you know, uh, Kitsira, you know, Tzeda, these are things that don't need to be done that day on those Malachas. Okay, so that's one way of learning. Since the fish is out of the water since yesterday? So the fish would be out. The fish does not need to remain in the water that day. Correct. You can you can bring the fish yesterday, right? And therefore, um, it, it could have been well. Well, no, it needs to be in water. But you could have put it in your little fish tank. You didn't need to. So the correct. It needed to be in the water. Obviously, they didn't have refrigeration. But it, you didn't have to keep it in a big pool. You should have trapped it yesterday. Put it in a little tiny fish tank, a little holding tank. Okay, like the. Okay, and then and then and then and then take take it from there, and we'll see that if if it's nitzad, if it's in a little uh, thing, then it would be okay. Um, and then just finally, I think we mentioned this before that um, the Rishami brings down that the reason when it comes to echol nefesh, remember from the pasuk it says achasher yechal echol nefesh hulavade yesalachem, right? That's what the pasuk says. And what's the next pasuk? Immediately afterwards, it says ushmartem es hamatzos. So we learn from there that there's a general rule, and we brought this down before, that it depends on where in the subset of malachas you're holding. That we learn from the fact, the smichas to uh, making matzahs, that how do you make matzahs? That's lush, vafia. So mitzvahs, that's the, they say that lush is the dividing line, that anything until lush is going to be aser for echon nefesh, and from lush and on, milash ve'elach would be allowed. Okay. Um, you know, Tesis here says that it's dummy l'ketzira, so again, there's there's kind of Rishayim that bring up the, this specific issue, but Akapan, if we go with Rashi, uh, simple answer is that you could have done it yesterday, and therefore, meaning you could have taken the fish from a big pool that required you to trap the fish, take a net and trap it, and you could have put it into a little fish tank, and then right in your, on your counter when you're ready to have uh, the fish on Yantif. Okay, so in sudden dagim and habivrim biyantif, you can't trap fish from a bivrim or like the pools. And you can't put mezaynes lifneim. You can't you can't feed them, okay? Because Rashi says here now in regards to fish specifically that they uh, they are part of the natural food chain, okay? Number one, they could eat shirashe asavim. They could eat roots, so you don't need to give them food. They don't need you to feed them. And number two, big fish big fish eat little fish, okay? And then. Uh, bigger fish eat bigger fish, right? Eat, bigger fish eat the big fish, right? So you don't have to, they can get their own food when they need it. You therefore um, are not allowed to go ahead and be tirach for them, okay? Um, we said that uh, Avo, 
Tzadon Chayav Min HaBivrin. Okay, but you are able to uh, trap a Chayan Oif, right, animals from the Bivrim, from uh, the pen that they are held, the holding pen where they are. So you keep the animals in a pen, you're allowed to. Okay, and the reason we're thinking that um, because it's surrounded by a fence. So at this point, we're thinking that the difference between fish is fish are slippery. Okay, you can't really corner them. So just because they're in a thing with walls doesn't mean you can just take your hand and grab it. They can kind of slip into corners and crevices, and therefore you still need to trap them as opposed to high knife. Once you put them in a pen, so they're already considered trapped, and therefore you can now go in there and take them. There's no iser of tzeda. And you could put them in meaning you can feed them. Um, <clears throat> okay, and therefore uh, um, there are situations where right, is one of the reasons that's given over here that it's your animal, you have to feed it, it needs you to feed it, and therefore, when it's trapped, okay, it's no longer in the wild, so now, once you trapped it, you have a responsibility to make sure that it gets fed, okay? Um, and even though Rashi says, even though there could be situations where, you know, normal animals, you know, would just graze, but still, it could be a situation where, uh, let's say in the winter, okay, or even in the summer, if you put them in a place where there's Drisos Ragli Benayodim, where people are walking, so they destroy the grass, so the animals don't have what to eat, so therefore, uh, because, you tr- because the animal is considered trapped. Now we're going to see the qualifications um, in the Gemara as far as when we're considering this animal. You know, it's not, it's not a hard and fast rule. That anytime you put an animal in an enclosure, then it's automatically trapped. It doesn't necessarily apply. We'll see. He says, It says, it doesn't, it, oh, not, all, not all enclosures are the same. It depends. So if you still need to go in and trap it, then it's going to be usher. Once, right, once the animal is in an enclosure, then it no longer requires you to go trap it. You don't have to sit there with cunning and think about how you're going to get the animal. You don't have to set a trap, and you don't have to try to fit corner the animal. You walk in and pick it up, so then that's considered a trap. Now, we're going to see in the Gemara that Alpipashtas, certainly the way Rashi learns the Gemara, that Rashi and Gamliel is essentially explaining the Tanakama. Okay? So we said... You can't, we, we differentiated between fish. You can't uh, trap the fish from the pools. We said animals, you can. Okay, we'll have to, again, qualify. And Roshim Gamliel says, it depends if it's Mechus or Tzeda or not. And then it seems like your ability to feed the, your ability to feed the animals is, is uh, in line with if you're, if, if, it, if you're not allowed to trap it, so then you can't feed it. And if you, if you are allowed to take it from there, meaning it's already considered trapped, then you would be allowed to feed it. So now, Zakta Gemara. Viraminu, first we're going to ask Kastira. So we in our Mishnah said that that animals and birds you are able to get from the bivrim, from the pens. So now we're going to ask a Minu, the Tosefta says, Bibrin shall shall If you have a pen that holds animals and birds, you cannot trap from it on Yatavinus. And you can't put Mazinus, right? So our Mishnah said, Chayas and Oif, yes. Okay, and you are able to feed it. Okay, and here we're saying chayas and oifas, no, and you're not able to feed it. So what's going on? Which one is it? Kasha chaya, chaya, kasha oifas, oifas. Now we're going to split it into two. It's a kasha both on chaya on the animals and on oifas. So now bishlama chaya, chaya, le kasha, we could possibly answer by saying the following. Ha reb Yehuda, ha rabbana. That that could be a machalikis tanoim, ditan, like we learned in the Mishnah, in Shabbos, reb Yehuda, oimer, hadzad, tzipor, lemigdol, if you trap a bird into a tower, okay, so that is an efficient 
um, way that's an efficient enclosure. Like we'll see the specifics there. Vitzvi labayis a deer, which is a chaya, into a house. Then you're going to be chayiv. So you're only going to be chayiv if you get the animal into a house, which means what? Getting it into a pen. You're not going to be chayiv. That's not considered trapping. A house, which is a real enclosure, that's considered trapping. But to put the tzvi into a pen, that would not be considered seda. You wouldn't be chayiv for trapping. And therefore, so we see that the line, according to Rabbi Yehuda, of when the animal is considered trapped is in a house, not in a pen. So on the flip side, that means on Yantif, we would understand that you can't go into a pen to get the animal, according to Rabbi Yehuda, because it's not considered trapped. It's only, it would only be considered trapped already in a house. And therefore, on Yantif, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to do the trapping, so you can't go into a pen, because according to him, a pen, the animal is not considered nitsa, it's not considered trapped or contained within that pen, according to Rabbi Yehuda. They say, okay, which we'll have to discuss, a bird into a tower, they'll agree with that that's going to be chayev. However, however, you want to know when you're going to be chayev for trapping a deer? You take a deer from the wild and you get it into either a gina, l'chatz, or ulebivrin. Not only a bias, but even into a beaver, even into a pen, that would be considered trapping. And therefore... Now they're going to hold that you'd be chayev on Shabbos. So the flip side is, if you have an animal in a pen on Yantif, going and getting that, retrieving that animal, is not considered trapping because it's already considered trapped. It can't be trapped twice. It's either one of them is good enough trapping, right? So according, according to Rabbi Yehuda, only into a house is good enough trap. A pen is not. And according to Chachamim, a pen is considered a good enough trap. And therefore, according to Rabbi Yehuda, you would not be allowed to retrieve it on Yantif. And that is what Tosef is going like. And the Mishnah, which said that you are, you are allowed at Tzadon min abivrin, for Chayav if you are able to, that's, that's going to Rabbanon who hold that when it's in the pen, it's already considered um, contained. Okay, so that answers for Chaya. Ella, Oifas, Oifas, Kasha. What are you going to do about Oifas? Because they said, right, Lamaisa, we said that the bar is the same. We said Migdal is considered trapped. Anything less than a Migdal would not be considered trapped. What did we just say here? We just said here that one, with our Mishnah said that Oifas is okay, you can get it from a pen. So what's going on? So, maybe you can tell me, okay, I can differentiate when it comes to a bird enclosure, but beaver, hub beaver, mikura, that's a roofed, what do they call it, an aviary? Where they keep the birds? You go to the zoo where they have that thing, you know, the door, double doors, so they don't get out. Okay. An aviary? Okay. Hub beaver, mikura. So that is a roofed, roofed aviary, then I can understand it. That if it has a roof, then I'll say that the bird is essentially contained. So I get into something with a roof and it's good. Okay. We said, so you want to tell me, that a house is, is can certainly considered, it certainly should be as good as a roofed aviary. Okay, that only into a tower, meaning something, and the, and the way Rashi explained this in the Kasha, so where we automatically, Rashi uh, assumed that when we're talking about a house, it has windows and it could fly out of the windows, and that's why it needs to be only in a migdal, only in something where, what we call a tower, right, where it's got, you get the bird into something where there's no, um, uh, where there's no windows that it can escape out of. The point is that we said a house is not good enough. So if you want to tell me that what's the dividing line for oifos, for birds, that is, if it has a roof or not, a bias has a roof, and therefore it should be okay. And we said, no, only into amygdala is it okay. Okay, so therefore, so that's not. So we're trying to find out 
we have a, a Mishnah that says that you can, you can, you can get a bird from an, a, a certain type of enclosure on Yantif. And then we have a, a Tosefta which says you cannot get a bird from the type of enclosure because it's Seda. So which one is it? So how do we understand these two? So, uh, tower has a roof? Huh? Tower has no roof? Tower has a roof. So we're saying tower is for sure okay. Has no roof, has no windows, right? It, it's okay, but and that's considered trapping. So now, Amar Rabba Baravuna, Hacha Bitsiper Darer. So the difference is not in the type of enclosure. We see that we can't be Bachalik, right? Both according to Rabbi Huda and according to Rabbanon, it would only be considered effective containment in a Migdal. And anything less than a Migdal should not be effective containment. So, LMI, we're going to switch. We're going to say it's not about the containment, it's about the bird. Amar Rabba Baravuna, Hacha Bitsiper Darer Askinon. Here we're talking about a meaning the Tisefta, which said it's Asur, we're talking about a Tsipar Darer, a uh, we'll call it a free spirited bird. Sha'ina Makabel Makabelas Morris. It does not accept authority. Okay, and therefore it can't be uh, housebroken, it can't be trained, and therefore it's gonna fly around, it's gonna escape wherever you put it, and that's why it's gonna be Asur. Again, it's the same bar. You need to trap it, retrap it, okay? If you need to retrap it, if you want to get it to eat it on Yantif. However, if it's if it's one that already uh, 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 accepted authority, so it is already considered nitzad va'imid. Tanah de Rishmal lama doror. Why is it called sipar doror? Shedara b'mayis kibasada. Okay, that it lives in the house, like in the field. Okay, meaning it uh, is not uh, it. It does not, uh, it knows how to move around, okay? It's not interested in being contained. As far as it's concerned, when it's in the house, it's in the field. It does whatever it wants. Now, hashta da'asis lahachi. So now that we, we came on to this reasoning, chaya chaya nam So let's go back. We said, what's the difference chaya chaya? We asked this tira. We said, the difference is whether, we could say it's, it's totally machlik, it's tanayim. Rabbi Yehuda would hold that it's uh, aser, okay? Because the only, only effective containment is in a uh, bias, okay, not in a, not in a beaver, not in a pen, and the Rabbanon would hold that it's okay. So now the Gemara says, we don't have to make it we can go ahead and say, we see here that we can create differences in what the situation is. So, okay, and you want to know what the difference is? If the animal is contained in a large pen, then it's going to be usser because it still requires trapping. And if it's in a small pen, then it's going to be mutter. So the case of our Mishnah, again, just to understand, to work this back into our Mishnah is, and we'll discuss the specifics of what's considered a big pen or a small pen, but our Mishnah says fish, even in a small pen, would be usser because they're slippery. They can still get away. Since they're usser, I'll be poshious the way we're going to understand our sugya is since you're not allowed to retrieve the fish, you can't feed it either. Okay? You can't feed it either. Okay? That would be one way of explaining to it. Rashi, again, he was a little differently. He says that because it could get its own food. Um, but, and then in regards to the pen, or the animal in the pen, we're talking about it, it's, in a, it's contained in a small pen, and therefore you can go on Yantif, it doesn't require you to re-trap the animal, you can just go in and retrieve the animal. Again, since you trapped it, doesn't, Mestama doesn't necessarily have availability of food, we could say, and therefore you have to feed it. Mixed up, okay. Um, now, so what is hey the now wants to know what's considered a small enclosure and a large enclosure? How do you decide when it's considered good enough that it doesn't need to be retrapped? That if you run after the animal and you take one stab, one lunge at the animal, and you're able to grab it, biber katan. That's biber katan. The idach, right? If you have to lunge at the animal and then it 
runs away a little bit more, and they have to run again. So that's considered there's enough space for it to continue running away and for you to have to do multiple lunges in order to catch it, to essentially corner it, that would be considered a bibergadol and that would be also to retrieve from anyantiv. Inami, if it has corners, like crevices in the, right, if there's definitions, and then bibergadol, that would be considered a large enclosure, also to take from anyantiv. Inami, or a third way to know, is where the shadows of the walls fall on each other. Right, so let's say your east wall during during the you know during the morning, right when it casts a shadow, reaches to the west wall. That is considered a beaver cotton. beaver Okay, if the shadow doesn't get covered, if you want to know how to measure it, so if when you have the shadow, you see it on the ground. There's still uh, daylight there, so then it's going to be okay. Then it's going to be considered. Depends on the time of the day. Right, but I guess you could say even in max. What? Your puzzle sukkah. Your puzzle sukkah. Right, okay. The opposite of sukkah, okay. The idach beaver gadol. Fine. And then otherwise, if, if, if you have daylight, right, if the shadow doesn't reach all the way, it's going to be a gadol. Now, in the Mishnah, he said, he said, you can't just make hard and fast rules. It's not the same. It depends on its mechusr tzedah. So, I'm Rav Yosef, I'm Rav Yehuda, I'm Rav Shmuel. Okay, meaning that if it still requires additional trapping, and like we're going to see in a second here, at least the way Rashi learns the sugya, um, there's not that much of a difference between now that we've qualified the Tanakama and Roshim Gamliel, that there's not, right? And we're going to see that, right? And that's basically what's going on over here. Amar Shmuel, halacha Roshim Gamliel. So, right? So, Amar Yudom Shmuel, halacha Roshim Gamliel. Amar Le'abai, halacha Mikal Depligi. They're not arguing. What's the Machoikas over here? You're assuming they're arguing? So, Amar Le, he says, yeah, what's the difference? Mainafkalamina. Either way, the Allah is like a Shemim Gamliel. So, who cares if he's arguing on the Gemara? To which Abai says, Amar Le, Gemara, Gamar, Zimrasa, Tehei. Now you think the Gemara is just like a song? Just something, you know, you just, uh, uh, you hum uh, without giving it any thought? What do you mean? No, we have to know whether or not it's a true machlekes, yes or no. But either way, like we explained it, um, certainly when we explained it, that there, is, there isn't necessarily a halachic nafkamina uh, between the cases. They're essentially saying the same thing. Zaklal, and this is the rule, call machoser tzida, anything like Roshim Gamliel said, that what is the definition of whether it's mutter to retrieve from this pen on Yantif or not? If it still requires additional trapping or not. So now we want to know Hechidami Mechusar Tzida. What's considered Mechusar Tzida? Amar Rav Yosef, Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Kol Sha'imer Havei Mitsuda Vinitsaydu. If you say, let's go get a trap and trap it, right? Ah, we got to get this animal. Okay, bring the traps, let's go trap it. Then it's considered Mechusar Tzida. And if you don't say that, you're like, you just walk in and grab it, then it's not Mechusar Tzida. Now, just to be clear, um, Rashi says, Okay, so again, just to tie it together, the way Rashi is learning the sugya, this is the same shiurim when we talked about biber gadol biber kata. So, if the animal one hashmata versus multiple is, do you need to bring a trap for it or not? So, essentially, right, this ties up, this ties it together, saying that. Rashi just tied it together. He's saying that it's just another shear. Like we have the three shear. We want to know what's considered a beaver katan, what's considered a beaver gadol, right? It's chad shachia, it's nafli tulei dadi, uktzi uktzi, right? So those three differences, this is just another way uh, uh, to show whether it's a large enclosure. And essentially they're saying the same thing. If it's a large enclosure, you would need a trap or one of these other ways to do it. Okay, and therefore, um, it would be it would be ushered to retrieve from Ayantif. Amr Abaya. 
So now we're going to ask Akash on this. So you said that, you, Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel, said, what's the defining bar of whether you're allowed to take from it on Yantif if you would have to bring a trap in order to get the animal? There we say, bring a trap. Let's trap the animal. And what did we say? Potter, that you're not chayiv for tzeda on Shabbos. So what's going on over here? Right? They're nitsud, they're uh, I'm sorry, they are, you would have to bring a trap in order to get them. And yet, we say you're putter if you, get, if you trap them. So we see that the line, the, the, defini- the defining characteristic of whether you're allowed to take it from Yantif, uh, on Yantif or not, is whether you have to bring a trap. These things, you have to bring a trap in order to get them. And it's still putter. So I'm a rabbi barav huna, I'm a shmuel, halalu. Okay, so we're going to say that what's the difference? Halalu, there's a difference between types of animals. So you're right. General sort of animals, trap. If you have to bring a trap, then it would be aser. If you don't have to bring a trap, then it would be mutter. Okay, it depends on the situation. However, I'm a rabbi barav huna, I'm a shmuel, halalu bayin lekalbon leerev, halalu ain't bayin lekalbon beerev. That these avazim and tarnagoylim, anyways, they come... So you're right. In order to grab them, you need to have to bring a trap. However, you know where they're heading. They come in to nest in the evening. However, these other eifas, right? And therefore, since they anyways would come into nest, so you can get them then. And therefore, even though you would need a trap to theoretically trap them, you know if you wanted to get it, you could do it without. Uh, that's if you you could do it without it by waiting until evening time, and therefore you'd be putter for trapping it. They also come into nest. They go to their nests in the evening. If you trap those, um, then uh, in jars, right, or in pens, you're going to be chayiv, even though they come in. So you can't tell me that the reason why these avazim, these geese and things like that, why you're going to be putter for trapping them on Shabbos is because they come into nest. These things come into nest and you're going to be chayiv. So that can't be the deciding factor. We'll add an additional factor. So we're revising. So he's going to hold it. You know what? You're right. That if a normal type of animal it depends on whether it needs seda or not. But there's an exclusion, even if something will require seda, if it's going to come in at night anyways to nest, and the zainas alecha, that it relies on you for the food, it comes to its nest and it knows it gets fed there. So then we'll say that you're going to be putter for trapping that because it's not really considered wild. Even though if you wanted to get it not at the time of Kalban, you'd have to go bring a trap to get it. Still, you'd be putter on that. Right, so again, you need both factors. The yoyne shayvach, and the ones that we said is aser, is because they, um, they're, they're food, they don't rely on you for food. So yes, they come to the nest, but they don't rely on you for food. Now, so that was all in Rabbi Barav Huna, Amar Shmuel. So again, what are you uh, allowed to trap or not chayah for, either if it's in a small enough pen where you don't have to bring a trap, or even if it's a large enough, it requires trapping, but if it's and it's going to come to the nest, then it would be okay. So that would be exclusion, exception number one. But Mari Amar, he says, no, a different reason. Hani avidi hani lo that these will... Uh, squirm away. Okay, they'll jump around and they'll escape, and and the other ones won't. So you're right; they'll come to the nest, but they'll escape. So the Gemara says, "Kulo nami All these things, chicken, hens, right? They'll all figure out how to 
move around and escape. So the Gemara says, Okay, that there's a difference. If you approach their nest, they'll fly away. But these other ones, once they came into the nest, so then they're not going to run away from the nest, once they're at the nest. And therefore, again, so he's going to say, just like we had two ex- exceptions, either Nitzad, uh, it's either in the small pen, now we have two possible exceptions. Rabbi Barfunar Mershmol says that the exception is, number one, if it comes into nest, and Okay, and Ramari says that if it comes into nest, and when you approach the nest, it won't run away, then that, those will be considered already Nitzad, they're already like it's trapped, and therefore those you would not be high for retrapping on Shabbos. Okay, moving on to the next Mishnah. Mitsuda is chayav oif, a trap that has a chayav and oif, a dogim, she'alsan me'er v'yantif. You made them, you, made, you set the trap er v'yantif. Lo yitom ahem v'yantif. So now you set the trap and you walked away. Now you come on yantif and you see that there's an animal in the trap. Are you allowed to take it? So he says, lo yitom ahem v'yantif, elm ken yodea she'nitsaydu me'er v'yantif. So the only way you could take it from the trap is if you went there, went to, looked at the trap before yantif and saw the animal in there. But, if you didn't see the animal in the, in the trap before Yantif, and then you come, you come on Yantif and there's an animal there, it's going to be Aser. Umaisa benachri echad, shehevi, a story where a guy brought an animal, shehevi dug him, Rabbi Gamliel, he brought fish to Rabbi Gamliel, the Amar Mutaranheim, Rabbi Gamliel said that they are mutter. So he, we're, and the Gemara is going to ask, Maisa Lister, he's arguing. He says that it's actually mutter, brought him the fish, and he didn't know if it was trapped in Yantif or not. El she'eni ritseni l'kabalei menu. Okay, Rashi says, I don't... Uh, I don't like I did Shani Sinai, right? I don't like I don't like this guy, and therefore I'm not gonna accept his gift. I hold it's that's a mutter, even though it could have been trapped on Yontif itself. So Zakta Gamara Maisa Listar, the Tanakama just said that it's Usr, right? The only way that you could eat from an animal is if you know that it was trapped before Yontif. And now we're saying, right, and then we have a story with Rabbi Gamliel that held that it was mutter. So my solicitor, it's a stira to what the din was. We have to fill it in. Okay, suffix muchan aser. From Gamliel, mater, he argues. From Gamliel holds, suffix muchan is mutter. And he said that they're taka mutter. Right? I don't want to accept it from him. Okay, and like as Rashi explained, don't like him, so therefore I'm not accepting his gift. So now we're going to go ahead and we're going to bring three, three, essentially it's redundant, three um, times we're going to say the halacha is Suffolk Muchan's going to be Aser. Okay, so the first way to, that we're going to represent that is Amar Rabbi Yudam or Shmuel, ain't halacha Rabbi Gamliel. The halacha is not like Rabbi Gamliel, so that's nice and simple. Rabbi Gamliel in the Mishnah said, he argued, like we said in the Chesuri Mechzara, Suffolk Muchan is going to be Mutter. So the halacha is not like Rabbi Gamliel. Good, so Suffolk Muchan is going to be Aser. Vegan Damasni Laha La or we can learn it on the following verse that says, Suffolk Muchan, Rabbi Gamliel Mater, Rabbi Yeshua Aser. Rabbi Gamliel holds its Mutter, Rabbi Yeshua says it's Aser. So the other way to show that Suffolk Muchan is Aser is by saying, I'm Rabbi Yudam Rishmuel, Halacha Rabbi Yeshua. Halacha is like the guy who argues on, like Rabbi Yeshua argues on Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel says Suffolk Muchan is Mutter, Rabbi Yeshua says it's Aser, and Halacha is like Rabbi Yeshua. The third way to say Safik Mukhan Zasar, Ikan the Masni Law, Aha, Ditanya. It says, Shaykhdin min hanegrorin biyantif. Okay, that you can uh, shecht animals from the Negrorin, again are like beaverim. Okay, they're like pens where the animals are held. Avaloy min arishtois, not from the nets, umina mechmoiris. Those are also different traps. Okay, so the Tanakama is saying that you are um, you're able to shecht an animal, 
again, with, within the qualifications, Mistama, of what we had in our Mishnah, but you're allowed to take an animal from a pen, but you're not allowed to take an animal from a net, uh, from, from a trap on Yontif. Roshim Menelazar, Aymer, Bo Matzan Mikulkalin. Roshim Menelazar says, if you find that the, the trap got messed up. So now imagine these traps weren't like little traps. They were like huge traps. They were set with like these nets. So let's say they could be a mile apart. So you go to visit one corner, right? And you see before Yontif that uh, it's messed up. So how did it get messed up? Because the animal got trapped a mile away on the other side of the, of the trap. So Bo Matzon Mikulkalim, you find that it's messed up. The trap looks like it was disturbed, Me'er Yantif. So then Be'odea, Shema'er Yantif, and he said, you know that the animal was trapped, Erev Yantif. Umutarin, and therefore it's going to be mutter. Bo Matzon Mikulkalim Be'yantif. Okay, but if you, you come there on Yantif, you, you come to the trap and you see that it's messed up, meaning that an animal got trapped, but you don't know if it got trapped, of, if it got trapped before Yantif or on Yantif. Be'odea, so we see it's messed up on Yantif. Be'odea, Shema'er Yantif, Nitzaydu Vasurin. Now, the problem is here, we had two definitive din. Din number one was, if you come and visit the trap, Erev Yantif, and you see it's messed up, then it's okay. Then we said, din number two was, we said, if you visit the trap on Yantif, and you see that it's messed up, it's not okay. But the conflicting diyukim are, that in the Reisha, the diyuk is, but if you don't know, only if you found it on Yantif, would, uh, oh, I'm only, sorry, only if you found it on Erev Yantif, would it be okay. But if you don't know, then it would be us, sir. Okay, and then the, the, the diak on the other side is only if you found it on Yantif would it be usr, but if you don't know, it would be mutter. Right, that's the diak. So, if you saw them, then you know you're okay. Time at the The diak from the Reisha is that the suffix would be usr. Aim a safer, the safer said, you find them messed up, Yantif, Right, then you know it's no good, right? Because you found out that it was messed up. You know that it was messed up. The trap only got messed up on Yantif. Time of the Baumatsumikokalan. We have conflicting diyukim. Sistira. So how are you gonna answer it? So we have to say like this. Bo then So if you if you uh, find that the trap was disturbed, Erev Yantif. So then you know that in Erev Yantif, it was tr- it was, the animal was already trapped. Umutarim. Hasfeka. But if it's a suffix, then Nasa Kemisha Nitzaydu Biyantif. So we wordsmith the Brisa. Okay, and now it basically says one Kuisa thought. If you find that the trap was disturbed, Erev Yantif, then it's going to be Mutter. Anything else is going to be Aser. That's the way Reb Shimon Ben Elazar uh, is teaching this. The, we're understanding this price. Vasurin, I'm Rabbi Yehuda Marshmol. Halacha Reb Shimon Elazar. Okay, so that is a third way of saying that Suffolk is Suffolk. Muhan is going to be Aser. So there's three ways where the Mar said Suffolk Muhan is Aser. Either Halacha is not like Rabbi Gamliel, or Halacha is like Rabbi Shua, who are Rabbi Gamliel, or like Shimon Elazar, who the way we understood uh, his price was by uh, moving it around and basically, again, addressing the Suffolk Mulchan, saying it's going to be usher. The only time it's going to be mutter is if you know that the animal was trapped. So now there's just the final um, part of the Mishnah said, um, um, So Regomiel said that these, uh, uh, this, these fish that were brought by the guy, they're actually going to be mutter. So now they're going to be mutter. Again, he said, I don't want to eat them, but they're mutter. So the Gemara says, Mutarim Lamai. What are they actually mutter for? We said mutter. Rav Amar Mutarim Lekabel. That it's mutter for you to, um, to accept them, meaning, and the way Rashi explains it, that we're talking about tiltal over here. That it's, mush, it's mutter for you to be metalta them, for you to um, move them. Velevi Amar Mutarim Bachila, you could eat them. So now, Amar Rav, Rav says, Lo'olam, al yimna anam atzmai mi beis Okay, now Rav is going to come, again, he argues on Levi, Rav holds, 
that it's it's usher to eat mutar only mut according to Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. According to according to Rabbi Gamliel, it's only mutar letaltel. And Rav is now saying that Levi got it wrong. You want to know why? That that a person should not um, should not withhold from the base medrash. He should also be he should always be in the base medrash. Right. Make sure that you're always there. Danova Levi, have come in on the Rebbe, because Levi and I were both in front of Rebbe. Kiamar Lahashmite, so when he when he was down this din, but Urta now in the evening, Amar Mutarin, Bahila. He said that these he said that that uh, a, a, a fish or something that's brought by a guy, Suffolk Muchan, if I don't know if it was a trap today or not. So that's gonna be Mutter and Achila. Bitsafra, so that was the halacha he ruled at night. Bitsafra, but in the morning, I made sure to be in the not only night seder, but in the morning seder as well. Bitsafra Amar Mutar and Lakabel. He says, um, he said it was only Mutter Lakabel. So he revised. Rebbe said originally at night that it was Mutter to eat and eat. And in the morning he changed his opinion and he said it was only gonna be Mutter to be Metaltel. So Anad the Habab Madrasha Hajibi. So I, who was, I was there in the morning Seder as well, not only at night. So I, I would change my shita just like Rebbe changed his shita. However, Levi, who was only there at night, he only heard the incorrect, the uh, unrevised ru- ruling that Rebbe gave. So Levi, do I have a midrash or do I have a Fine, so now we're going to ask Akash on this. Meis Yisrael, a guy that brings a gift to Yisrael. Afilu dagam ha-me-fulmim, even fish that are wet. Uperes b'nei yoyman, right, fresh, fresh, Fruits, mutarin. Okay, so it sounds like these things were picked today. So I understand what does it mean, mutarin, that it's mutar to be metal to them. Makes a lot of sense why I would think, and the Gemara is going to challenge us in a second, but why it makes a lot of sense why I think, why it would be okay. Okay, and Rashi's There's a tzad to say that if I can say what's mutar, it's total. Right, if they were picked today, they were picked on Yantif, of course you can't eat them. So, you're no better. They're also Mukta. Right? They were still attached. So, of course it's going to be Yasser. Ella, what are we talking about? This case over here that we said is Mutter, wet fish, and fresh fruits. Okay, that we're talking about fish that it still had uh, the Lachluchis, that you preserved it, the freshness, but really, it's not. It wasn't necessarily trapped today. It still has a adumi, bakavi adumi. They have red under the uh, gills of the fish, so it shows that it's fresh. Upiri dikvishi again, fruits that were wrapped in a way They are like they're fresh, meaning that you were able to keep it and wrap it in a way that it looks like it's fresh, but really they're not. Um, but really, they're not fresh. And I, why is the Brisa bothering to tell me? That it's going to be mutter if they came, if they're from yesterday. So Rashi says that because as we might think is a maris ayin issue. They look too fresh. It looks like it was picked today, and therefore people might have an issue with it. Okay, but either way, okay. So we can't we can't. This Bryce is talking about day old fruit, day old day old food, right? Not fresh, and therefore we're not going to have this problem. Now Amaraf Papa, Rav Papa is just going to down on the hilchasan nachri shehevi durin liyisrael biyantif that a a guy that brought a present to Yisrael on yantif. Okay, now we don't know, we wouldn't necessarily, we don't know if he would have picked it today or not. So so if we know that this crop was, is still in the fields, it's still mechaber, so it's going to be aser, right? We have to assume that, Misham Mukta Rashi says, 
Now, even though, even if, even according to Rav Shimon, who says Muksa is not a problem, so these are going to have a gather of that of, of that since they were attached, they were mechuber uh, to the ground before Yontif. It's like Gregory Sutzmukim, okay, and therefore uh, it's completely even according to Rav Shimon would agree to Muksa in that case, okay, and therefore if the guy goes ahead and brings in this uh, type of uh, produce that it's still attached in the field. There are some that are still attached in the field, and we don't know if this came from attached or detached stuff, so we have to assume that it came from attached stuff and it's going to be usr. And it's going to be usr all the way at night until the amount of time it would take to go ahead and pick that fruit yourself. Now, um, just to point out Rashi here, there's a machlik that's brought down in Rashi. Um, Rashi holds that it would be mutter on the second night of Yontif. Okay, because since anyways, you could, you know, like we talked about where it's a stake of the Yaima, so one of the days is definitely Chol, so either it was picked, the first day of Yantif was either Chol, or the second day of Yantif was Chol, so either way, by the time you get to Kadesh Yasu, the second night, let's say it takes an hour to go ahead and pick this fruit, so an hour after the, you know, into the second night of Yantif, it would be Mutter, because Mamanashaf, you'd be okay, and it's okay. Now, um, however, he brings, uh, he brings, and he said that, uh, goes through a whole Arichas over here, and um, he brings that there are others that clearly say it would be usher even until an hour after Yontif Shani. Because you, Lamaisa, even though from a halachic status perspective, Yontif Rishon, Yontif Shani is a din suffix, but since you are stuck in that, you're mired in that suffix, so you can't go ahead and pick it anyways, it's Bechadesha Yasu, as long as it would take when you would be able to go ahead and pick it, and that wouldn't be until an hour after the second day of Yontif. Okay, but either way, it's like we're saying that if it's going to be Asr. However, if you don't have, okay, meaning if there's no longer uh, attached of that type of produce in the fields, that it's all been harvested already. So then we, have, we could assume that the guy went ahead and, um, and, and took it from something that was already pre-cut. So now, mutter. So if the guy came, right, was, we assume that that fruit came from within the tchum, then it would be mutter, okay? However, chutz l'tchum, aser. If it came chutz l'tchum, it would still be aser. However, v'habab b'shvil Yisrael zem, mutl Yisrael acher. So it would only be aser to the person who got the, who received, the guy brought it in for Ruvain. so then for Ruvain it's going to be aser because it came chutz l'tchum, meaning it, it's the fruit, fruit itself what came from talish. There was a, vi- there was a violation here. It itself wasn't something that was mukta. It's a violation. It came from outside the tchum. So there was a tchum violation. So we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna issue we're gonna be we're gonna penalize the person who was the receiver of the intended gift. Reuven, guy brought it for Reuven. However, if for Shimon, it would then have, it would it, it would be uh, mutter actually. Okay, it's only for Reuven that it would be usher. Now. No, 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 no. Matzei Shabbos. Okay, so just to quickly summarize, we said ain't southern um, dugim. We said fish you can't trap from the bivrim, but chayev if you can. We asked the stira, what do you mean? We had a, uh, a tosefta that said chayev um is, is no good, right? You cannot, uh, you can't, you can't uh, go ahead and take it from a bivrim from a pen on yantif. So we tried answering that it's dependent on the machlekes of Yehuda and the rabbanon whether or not. Um, into a pen, an animal into a pen is considered trapping that you would be chayah for. And if it is, then you would say that um, if it into a pen is chayah like the Rabbanon, then you would say that retrieving from that pen on Yantif would be mutter. 
Okay, but ultimately we didn't have to rely on that because we ended up saying depends on the type of pen. Beaver cotton, beaver cotton. We, we had three ways of explaining what is a beaver uh, cotton that either you can get it in one, lo- one lunge or that it doesn't have uh, corners, different corners and angles. And number two, and, and number three, that uh, the shadow from one wall is able to project onto the other wall. There's not space in between. Okay, and then, so we said again, it depends on the type of uh, a pen. Now, in regards to Eifa Eif, so we said it depends, now it depends on the type of bird. Is it a bird that is, uh, will accept authority or one that does not? Okay, and then Rav Shimon Gamliel said, Loi kala bivrin shavin. Okay, we said the halachas like Rav Shimon Gamliel, we had a machlekes Rav Yasef and Abaya. Rav Yasef said the halachas like Rav Shimon Gamliel, Abaya said, uh, it's not a machlekes. And he said, what's the nafkamina? And they went back and forth. But either way, the way we explained it according to Rashi in Rav Shimon Gamliel was that Rav Shimon Gamliel is explaining the Tanakama. And the way he explains it is, kol machutzer tzita is going to be aser. Okay, meaning that what is the, uh, in, and the way, again, Rashi explained to Rav Yasef, coming to explain that was, if you have to say, bring a trap, then it's going to be a problem to, to take it from that enclosure on Yantif because it's not considered um, contained enough and it would be re-trapping that would be Asar Yantif. Okay, and we said, even though, and then we have to be machalic between the Avazim and Tarnagoylem, which we said was Pater, and the Yone, um, the Yone Shevach, and the other ones, which you said was not good, and we came up with basically two qualifications. We said either if it comes into nest and it's mizaynes and alecha, even if you can't necessarily, uh, even if you would need to bring a trap, not at those times to get the animal, then it would still be okay. Or um, we said if it's um, if when it's in his nest, if it'll jump away, um, if it won't, if it won't jump away, then we even though to trap it when it's not coming in for nesting um, would be. Uh, we said it would be okay. It would be okay if it wouldn't jump away. If it would jump away, we said it'd be a problem. Okay, and then we just discussed Matzilas Chayev right? Animal in a trap, so you can't take. We don't know if the trapping happened on Yontif or not. Okay, that's uh, going to be Suffolk Muchan is going to be Aser. We had essentially had three ways. Rambamliel held it was Mutter, and we had three ways of saying Suffolk Muchan is Aser. Either Halacha is not like Rambamliel, Halacha is like Yeshua, or the Halacha is like Rishim Ben Elazar. In that Brisa, how we worked it out. Okay, and then we just had a Machlekes Rav and Levi, which we said that Rav got it right. He heard it from Rebbe. But because uh, he, he came to both Night Seder and Morning Seder and Levi uh, didn't show up and therefore he didn't get the corrected version of Rebbe. So we said uh, whether or not, when we said it's mutter, it's just a metaltel or a kabel or uh, Levi said even la Okay, we have to try asking Akasha. Uh, from the, we had the fresh stuff that was brought. We said that no, it wasn't really fresh. It just looked fresh. It was kept fresh, but it wasn't really fresh. Okay, and then... Uh, Rav Papa just, we, we finally ended off saying Rav Papa's din, that what happens if a guy brings a gift, right? So we don't know, did the guy cut it and bring it, or was it? So we said, if, if there's still stuff that's mechubber in the fields, then it's going to be aser. If everything has already been cleared, then it would be mutter, as long as it didn't come from outside the tchum. And if it came from outside the tchum, it would be aser to the person who was in the intended recipient, but if it was for somebody else, then it would be mutter.